Please open your Bibles to the book of 1 Thessalonians, the 5th chapter. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 in your Schofield Bible, page 1270. And beginning with verse 12, we'll read responsive to verse 15. The text verse is the 15th verse. And there's one other verse I'll read for you after that. Let's stand, please, all of us standing for the reading of the Word of God. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, Support the weak. Be patient toward all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. And I'll read for you from John, the fifth chapter, the twenty-second verse. For the Father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the Son. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. This is a good evening. It's good that we're up and about, able to be out to church. It's good, too, that we can meet with people of like faith, and we can encourage each other and be a blessing to one another. It's good, too, that you meet with us faithfully. We know that your promise is true to meet with those where two or three are gathered in thy name, thou art in the midst of them. And so here we are, and you're here with us. That's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Help us never to get used to the fact, to never take it for granted. And now you've given us a preacher to preach to us. What a special privilege is ours to have such a man, a man of thine. Bless, we pray, speak through him and to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me share with you just a little bit of what we read a while ago. A comment or two and then we'll pray and then I will be a tad briefer tonight than usual which means we'll probably be here for a long, long time. But I, tonight, I want you to really listen to the words I say. I would rather you say amen tonight to what I say than how I say it, because I want you to listen very, very carefully. It will not be a sermon of eloquence, but it will be a sermon where every word is important, and you must listen carefully to every word. Let me read for you without your turning to it, this verse in John 5:22, For the Father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment to the Son. Uh, did you hear that? The Father hath committed all judgment to the Son. So it sounds like that's just not one of your jobs. My sermon title tonight is, Please Step Down from the Bench. Please Step Down from the Bench. Listen to me now. No talking back there in the center section. Listen to me. I want to talk to you tonight. Uh, so, it says, Have committed all judgment to the Son. 
Then I read for you these verses in First Thessalonians chapter 5. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them <coughs> that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak. Didn't say criticize the weak. Didn't say slander the weak. Didn't say condemn the weak. Didn't say stomp the weak. It said support the weak. Be patient toward all men. That's all men. You do not have to be patient toward women. I'm going to preach the Bible whether you like it or not, folks. It's in the book. In the book. Be patient toward all men. Get this now. See that none render evil for evil unto any man. Let me paraphrase that. It means you don't have the right to do evil to somebody because they did evil to you. It means you don't have the right to criticize somebody because they criticize you. The Bible says that all <coughs> judgment is given unto Jesus. It's not your job. Now, you're not qualified to do it. You don't know the entire case. You don't know all the details. So your job is to keep your mouth shut until Jesus takes care of the judging. It's all for him. So... It says, see that none render evil for evil unto any man. And that means that Christians shouldn't have lawsuits against each other. That means Christians should not bring lawsuits against their own church. It means Christian people, should, it's God's, God's job to judge. And now then, I go a step further, see that none render evil for evil unto any man. But ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves, and to all men. That word all there means ain't nobody that's excluded. All men. Again, I say, I do not think I'll be lengthy tonight. I think I'll be shorter, more, more brief than usual. But I want you to listen to every word as I speak on the subject. Step down from the bench. Father, as I bring this message tonight, I, I've worked pretty hard on it. And I've thought a lot about it. And every word that I have written down here is a word that has carefully been chosen. So may the people listen as carefully as I chose the word to understand what I'm trying to say tonight. Amen. Perhaps the only thing that you can condemn that causes you to commit the same sin as the person you condemn is the sin of condemning. If you condemn someone who drinks liquor, you don't drink liquor. You can condemn someone who, who curses and you don't curse. You can condemn someone who is uh, an addict without becoming an addict. But when you condemn the one who condemns, you commit the same sin that he commits. When you judge the one who judges, you commit the same sin he commits. When you uh, criticize the one who criticizes, then you commit the same sin that he commits. So there's nothing as inconsistent as you criticizing the critic. Are you judging the judge? Are you condemning one for condemning? Uh, we copy, get this now, we copy his distasteful treatment of others in our treatment of him thereby joining him in his sin and becoming the compatriot with him in his sin and becoming a co-laborer in committing the same sin that we condemn in him. 
We become enemies to our enemies and adopt the quality we don't like in them. We cast innuendos toward those who cast innuendos. And we cast stones toward those who cast stones. And in so doing, we join them in their sin. And it's sort of strange that you commit the same sin that you commit whenever you judge somebody or criticize somebody. The other day, I read an article critical of those who write critical articles. I said, listen to every word I say. I read an article critical of those who write critical articles. Then uh, probably somebody wrote a critical article against the fellow who wrote the critical article about folks who write critical articles. It goes on and on and on and on, and that may lengthen the sermon more than I thought it would. I recently heard a sermon lambasting those who lambast others. You'd be amazed how many <clears throat> sermons I hear by preachers who are skinning those who skin others, uh, criticizing those who criticize others. And this preacher stood behind the pulpit and even called a few names, uh, criticizing those who called a few names. Uh, for example, uh, I heard a man recently call the names of those who call names. I know those who can't stand people who can't stand people. Is anybody home tonight? We gossip about how we detest gossipers. And, and, we, and hundreds of us are guilty of this. Uh, here's, here's a person that is a critical kind of a person. So we criticize the critical kind of a person and in so doing become a critical kind of a person. We are prejudiced against the prejudice. We avoid the avoider. We defy the defiant. We fight the fighter. We separate from the separatist. <clears throat> we rebel against the rebel. We're unkind to the unkind. We hate the hater. We resist the resister. We curse the curser. We hurt the herder, and we attack attackers, and in so doing, we join them in the very thing we criticize them for doing. Would somebody tell me, please, the difference we smear the reputation of those who smear reputations. W would somebody explain to me what difference it is? We smear somebody who Now, I'm not defending tonight the critic. I'm trying to keep you from becoming one. I'm not defending the one who's trying to smear somebody's reputation because nobody under any condition ought to ever try to smear anybody's reputation. Let me say it again. And that means you too, long tongue ma'am. Uh, that, that means you too that uh, you can sit on the front porch and lick the skillet in the kitchen. I'm talking about you. I'm saying that it is never right to smear anybody's reputation. I don't care what he's done to your child. I don't care what he's done in school to, in, to, to uh, uh, hurt your I don't care. It is never right. Let me say it again. It is never right for you to smear anybody's reputation. And especially when you're smearing, smearing someone's reputation because they have smeared someone's reputation. We set in judgment against those who set in judgment. We judge those who judge. We slander those who slander. We criticize, to, get this now, we criticize to, uh, to, to one or two people, those who criticize others, to audiences of hundreds. Now, let me say this. If you, if here's a person stands up and is critical as he preaches. 
you go home and criticize him to your family, you're doing exactly what he did. I just don't think you ought to criticize people. You're committing the same sin at home he committed behind the pulpit. And somehow, we need to get a hold of ourselves and realize that we join them in their sin and join them in their crime. We lift our tongues against those who lift their tongues against others. We rail against, <clears throat> we rail against, uh, uh, a, uh, to a few, against those who rail against many. We criticize privately those who criticize publicly. We criticize sweetly those who criticize tersely while declaring we aren't being critical. Anytime anybody says to you, I'm not being critical now, get ready for criticism. Because if you're not going to criticize, you don't have to remind them that you're not being critical. Now, I'm trying to say tonight, just because you don't like somebody who doesn't like somebody puts you right in the same category with them. I, uh, we, here, here we are, we are good bad people. We are objective slanderers. We are kind character assassins. This is sort of getting close to you, isn't it? We are loving tale bearers. We are gracious, gracious gossipers. Gossip is gossip whether you're smiling or frowning. Tail-bearing is tail-bearing, whether you're doing it in Jesus' name or the devil's name. And the truth is, you can't tail-bear in Jesus' name. It's all of the devil. Let me remind you this. <clears throat> the devil is called the accuser of the brethren, and it does not say he is the false accuser of the brethren, as I've said so often before. The devil's accusations against you to the Father are true accusations. And the honest, simple thing is, there's no such thing as a gracious gossip, no such thing as a loving tale-bearer, no such thing as a kind character assassin, no such thing as objective slander. Because if we slander slanderers, that makes us pretty good. We're good slanderers. We're sick and tired of those who are sick and tired of others. And we're... <laughs> you won't get this one. <clears throat> we're sick and tired of those who are sick and tired of us being sick and tired of others. You know what that means? Would you explain it to me then, Bob? Listen carefully now. We, we criticize those who criticize us for criticizing those who criticize. God has called us to do what Satan has led them to do. We say, that is of the devil. That guy who's criticizing, that is of the devil. And you think God's called you to criticize him for being led of the devil. And may I tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, the devil led you as much as it led him. You're not the God-called policeman to police the Christian community. <clears throat> so, ours is a ministry of gossip and criticism and correction. To mend those who gossip and criticize and correct. Anybody home tonight? But <clears throat> there it is, right in your Bible. Oh, in your King James Bible, by the way. The one you, be, one you defend but don't open. I'm talking about that one. The one you defend but don't read very much. And the one you defend and much of it you don't believe. But there it is. In your King James Bible, there it is, 1 Peter 2, 7, honor all men. Did you know what I said? There it is, honor all men. 
All men means the critic. Honoring all men means to honor the fighter. Honoring all men means to honor the prejudice. Honoring all men means honoring the rebel. Honoring all men means honoring the hater. Honoring all men means honoring the unkind. Honoring all men means honoring the defiant. Honoring all men means honoring the bitter. Honoring all men means honoring the lambaster. And yet we sit in the pews and we become so disgusted by people that stand up in the behind the pulpit and criticize. We run home and criticize and it's exactly the same sin. You know what I said? Now I'm not trying to hurt you tonight. I'm trying to keep you out of the sin that you seem to hate so much. There it is. In your King James Bible. In the Bible that you love so well. It's cover especially and you've got the cover memorized. There it is in your King James Bible. Hebrews twelve fourteen. follow peace with all men. All men, that means follow peace with a critic. That means follow peace with a fighter. That means follow peace with a prejudice. That means follow peace with a rebel. That means follow peace with a hater. That means follow peace with the unkind. That means follow peace with a defiant. That means follow peace with a bitter. That means follow peace with a lambaster. Used to be. A little paper called The Blueprint, published by a man who was my dear friend named Archie Winnegar. Archie Winnegar put out a little mimeograph papers on blue paper called The Blueprint. He never put out a paper without having at least a few misspelled words. His proofreader was retarded, just like mine. This is Colston, my proofreader, Pastor Colston. Anyway, uh, his, uh, but, but, and boy, did he ever lambast everybody. I mean, tell you, Archie Winnegar, by the way, a good man, and my friend, I've preached for him many times in California, and I love the guy. But boy, his paper was, his, his pen was sharp. And all over America, people said, I can't stand that Archie Winnegar, because he can't stand anybody. Well, welcome to Archie Winnegar's club. And I read article after article printed against Archie Winnegar because he printed articles against others. Now, would you tell me what the difference is? Would you tell me what the difference is? You sitting at home over a cup of coffee with your wife criticizing somebody who criticized somebody in, 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 in the pulpit. Would you tell me the difference, please? Now, I'm not trying to skin you. I'm trying to help you. I don't want you to become what you criticize, because when you criticize the critic, then you become the critic and join him in his, in, in his endeavors. There it is. In the King James Bible, the Bible that you love so well, Titus 3.2, showing meekness to all men. All men means the fellow you don't like. All men means the critic. All men means the gossiper. That means that I am not to gossip about the gossiper, criticize the critic, slander the slander. I'm supposed to show meekness toward all men. A-L-L, all men. Not all nice men, not all courteous men, not all decent men, not all kind men, but all men. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time that fundamentalists realize that this is as much Bible as John 3.16 is, and 2 Corinthians 6.17-20 is. This is as much Bible as, as, as the scriptures on separation and the scriptures on salvation. God wants His people to love everybody. There it is. In your King James Bible. In the Bible you love so well. 
Like the little girl when the preacher came to visit their home. The mother said, sweetheart, pastor's here. Go get the old book that mother loves so well. Little girl goes and gets the Sears Notebook catalog and brings it in. Now listen, anybody home tonight? Now listen carefully to me. Listen carefully. My Bible says we're to be gentle toward all men. Hey, there it is in your King James Bible. The one you wave in the air and say, this is the word of God. There it is in your King James Bible. The one you stand up and scream and hold it high and say, boy, this is the preserved word of God. Let me give you a few of those preserved words. We don't have much fun tonight, are we? I'm talking about you people getting your little circle and criticize the folks who criticize folks in a big circle. It's in your King James Bible. Here, here are some of those preserved words of God. First Thessalonians 5.14. Be patient toward all men. Did you hear me? Hey, that's in your preserved King James Bible. Those are preserved words in your King James Bible. Now, brother, I hate the devil and I hate sin, but it's time for God's people to quit hating each other, even those who hate. Oh, in your King James Bible, the one that you wave, but it looks new, though you've had it for ten years. In your King James Bible, here's some preserved words of God. First Thessalonians 3.12 Abound in love toward all men. Hey, did you hear that? That means abound in love toward the fellow who's your critic. That means abound in love toward the fellow that stands up and calls somebody's name while he preaches. Now, I'm not defending him. I am not defending him. I'm simply saying, I don't know the difference. If a guy kills a hundred people, what do you call him out loud? If he kills a hundred people, what do you call him? A murderer. What if he kills one person, what do you call him? If a guy robs one bank, what do you call him? If you rob ten banks, what do you call him? If somebody gossip criticizes the one person, he's as much a critic as a person stands in the pulpit and criticizes somebody before him. I'm, I want to pastor a group of people who love everybody, who follow peace with everybody, who are gentle toward all people. And, well, here it is. In the King James Bible, in the preserved words of God, let me give you some of those preserved words. Galatians 6.10. Do good to all men. That means the parent of the child that's in your class you teach, and the teacher who teaches your child in that class. That means do good to the children, uh, the parents of the children in your school, and uh, do good to the principal and the teachers of the children in the school your children attend. That means that every single child of heaven now, every single child of God is supposed to do good to everybody, and that's preserved words from the old King James Bible. Oh, let me give you another one. Romans twelve eighteen. Some more preserved words. Some more words that God has preserved. Not you don't like these as much as others. Romans twelve eighteen, live peaceably with all men. Now, again, it does not say women, because nobody can live peacefully with a woman. But here it is. Live peaceably. A-L-L means everybody. So that means we're to follow the peace of all men, showing all meekness toward all men, be gentle toward all men, be patient toward all men, abound in love toward all men, 
Do good to all men. Live peacefully with all men. Hey, maybe you ought to find another version. Maybe if you check the NIV, it might suit you better about these verses, about loving everybody. Hey, it sure is quiet in here tonight. I'm getting on those that get on those. I'm preaching to those that preach to those. I'm trying to say tonight, okay, so somebody doesn't preach what you think you ought to preach. He doesn't say what you think he ought to say. He may be a critic, but my Bible says love everybody and be at peace to everybody and do good to everybody, not just those whom you like, but everybody. Maybe you ought to get another version. Maybe the, maybe the Reader's Digest condensed version will change that to where follow all follow peace with those men that follow peace. Or maybe you could find it in the American Standard Version where it would say, showing all meekness to those who show all meekness. Our Savior loves the unloving as much as He loves the loving. Our Savior loves the unlovable as much as He loves the lovable. And we are to be like him. First John four seventeen, as he is, so are we in this world. If the perfect son of God could love everybody, I'm to love everybody. If the perfect son of God was meek toward everybody, I'm to meek toward everybody, and I'm not to set in judgment on those that I do not particularly like. You see, we're not against criticism, but against our being criticized. Or someone we love is criticized. No, I long to pastor a church someday where it is injustice that is hated. Not injustice against me, not injustice against my own or my friends, but injustice against anybody. If I commit injustice, I want to hate my injustice as much as somebody else's injustice. But, you see, we are not against criticism, but against are being criticized, or someone we love. So, we attack the attacker for attacking. We fight the fighter for fighting. We lambast the lambaster for lambasting. We're unkind to the unkind for being unkind. We hate the hater for hating. We separate from the separated for separating. We criticize the critic for his criticizing. We are bigoted against the bigot for being bigoted. There is no hatred in this world as, as strong as the hatred that the liberals have for the fundamentalists. They talk about love, and they say, those fundamentalists, they don't have love. Can't stand those people. Oh, brother. I'll say it again. We're not to attack the attacker for attacking, fight the fighter for fighting, lambast the lambaster for lambasting. We're not, by the way, we're not to be unkind to anybody for any reason. Even if he's unkind. We are, we are hurt either for ourselves or someone close to us. So it isn't wrong that hurts us. It is whom is being affected that hurts us. Now, if we love God as we should, we love God as we should, all wrong would hurt because all wrong hurts God. And I won't hate injustice wherever it is. Let me give you a, a few statements and I'll close. <clears throat> One, in so doing, I'm not defending, uh, tonight, I'm not defending the critic you criticize. 
I'm trying to help you from joining his team. Again, I ask the question. Would you tell me the difference in your running down somebody because he ran down somebody else? Anybody home tonight? Would you tell me the difference? Would you tell me the difference of your criticizing somebody in a little group because he criticized somebody in a big group? I ask you again. How many murders does it take to be a murderer? One. One bank robber makes bank robbery makes you a bank robber. One liar makes you a liar. One 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 uh, 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 theft makes you a thief. And the honest, simple truth is, it doesn't matter. You are as much a critic if you criticize somebody who criticizes as if you criticize somebody who doesn't. To keep your, I'm, I'm interested in keeping your spirit from becoming like the spirit you loathe. To keep you from holding hand, holding one hand with a critic while clubbing him with the other. You join hands and commit the same thing he does with one hand and knock the devil out of him with the other hand. I'm trying to keep you from becoming what you criticize. I'm trying to ask you to step down from your chief justice position. All judgment is given to Jesus, not you. So resign your Supreme Court position. Step down from your bench. It's time that God's people could, and I'm preaching against those of you that criticize, and those of you that criticize, those who criticize. Step down from your bench. That's his job. And I ask you tonight to leave the judging to him whose lips never entered, never uttered what was wrong to utter whose tongue never spake what was wrong to speak, whose eyes never saw what was wrong to see, whose ears never heard what was wrong to hear, whose heart never felt what was wrong to feel, whose mind never thought what was wrong to think, whose feet never walked where it was wrong to walk, whose hands never touched what was wrong to touch. He alone is qualified to be the judge. And by the way, you don't know the heartbreak of some of the people that you judge. Ms. Hiles will tell you this. We go to a restaurant. There's a crabby waitress. I'm extra friendly to her. Uh, of course, there are no crabby waiters. They're men. But I'm, I'm extra friendly to a crabby waiter or a crabby waitress. Why? So many times they have a heartache or a burden. This story has been told in this pulpit often. I tell it again tonight. I was in airport. In Tampa, Florida, I was, my plane was delayed. I was there for about, oh, three or four hours. I went up to the restaurant to get a bite to eat. It's been several years ago, and I just got a little sandwich or so. And uh, I think my bill was about three or four dollars, and I'm not sure exactly how much it was. Three or four dollars, I think. The waitress came over to, to wait on me. I was alone. The waitress said, uh, are you ready to order? And I said, yes, ma'am. And she said, uh, have you decided what you want? And I said, yes, ma'am. I placed my order. She said, you want uh, uh, wheat bread? I, I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you want uh, uh, coffee? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, do you want uh, 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 coffee? Uh, I mean, uh, sugar? I said, no, ma'am. And uh, she took her little ordering pad and threw it on the table. 
And she said, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Don't you know any words other than yes, ma'am? I said, yes, ma'am. She took that pad and threw it on the floor, walked away. When she came back, my food, I'm over here. She backs up like this, won't even look at me, and pushes the food on the table and slides it down the table like that. My bill was 3 or $4, I think. I left her a $5 tip. I went up to check out, and here she comes. Mister, you left this $5 bill on the table. And I said, ma'am, don't they give tips here? She began to cry. She said, do you mean that you're giving me a bigger tip than the bill was after the way I treated you? And I said, ma'am, you're not a bad woman. You've got a heartbreak. There's something in your heart that's breaking. She told me the story. Her husband had left her. She had a rear child or more by herself. Didn't know how she was going to make ends meet. And she was heartbroken. I told her there, standing at the, at the, at the cash register, I told her somebody that could mend broken hearts. I took her John 14, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And standing at the cash register, she was wonderfully saved with tears and joy and rejoicing with folks coming out, paying their bills and coming in to see. She was wonderfully saved. I had to stay at the airport a while. A few hours later, I walked down the airplane, and there she was, walking down the concourse. I met her. And I said, are you still saved? She said, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Now, ladies and gentlemen, God's people ought not to ever mistreat anybody. Be good to everybody because everybody's having a tough time. Well, you say he is a mistreater. Well, then don't join him. Well, he is a critic. Then don't join him. Well, he is a scandalizer. Then don't join him. Hear me carefully. It is as wrong for you to scandalize a scandalizer as it is to scandalize someone who is being scandalized. It is not whom is scandalized that's the important thing. It's the scandalizing that's the important thing. It is as wrong for you to criticize a critic as it is for you to criticize the person he's criticizing. For it's not the criticize that makes it wrong. It's the criticizing that makes it wrong. So, don't join the, don't join the crowd of the people that you distaste. They're distasteful to you. Don't, 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 don't join them in their sin. Praise God. If a guy's a critic, love him. Uh, as the Bible says here, follow at peace with all men. As your old King James Bible says, showing meekness toward all men. As it says in 2 Timothy 2, 4, 24, be gentle to all men. As Paul wrote the Thessalonians and said, be patient toward all men. And again, he said the same people abound in love toward all men. And the Galatian people, he said, do good to all men. And the Romans people, he said, live peaceably with all men. See, what you want to do is you want to dislike the, 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 the unlikable, but God wants you to like the unlikable as well as the likable. When you detest somebody because he detests, you join him. When you criticize somebody because he's a critic, you join him. When you slander somebody because he's slandered, 
you joined him. Now, ladies and gentlemen, somebody has got to be, somebody's got to wear the white hat. Or we can't get along with each other. And I'm not talking about problems we have in the church here at all. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to solve anything, except I don't want you to join the crowd that you criticize. I hate the crowd you hate. I don't want you to hurt the crowd that's hurting or scandalize the crowd that's scandalizing. I want you to follow peace with all men. Showing meekness toward all men. I'd love to get a letter sometime from somebody that said, I am upset because I did somebody an injustice. Or better still, I'm upset because a guy I don't know was mistreated. It's always me. Or it's always mine. Or it's always my child. I'd like for somebody to write me a letter someday and say, Brother House, there's a little black kid out of Hammond Baptist School who got mistreated. And I'm upset about it. I'd sort of like that. I'm simply saying, <laughs> Jesus said, By this shall all men know you're my disciples. He said, you carry a Schofield King James Bible. That's all he said. By this shall all men know that you're my disciples. You're separated from the world. Don't, don't, don't listen to rock music. And you, and you don't wear an earring if you're a man. You don't, and you don't wear pants if you're a lady. Didn't say that. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. That you love one another. Hey, that's in your King James Bible. Those are a few of the preserved words in your King James Bible also. Be peaceful to all men. Love all men. Be gentle toward all men. Even those who aren't gentle. Be gentle toward those that aren't gentle. Be kind toward those that aren't kind. Don't criticize those that criticize. Or you enter into their same sin. Father, bless the message tonight.